What's up, everybody? Chris here from Chris Gates Fitness. I'm back with another episode. And first off, I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, Today's episode is going to be on the topic of just my general opinion on where I think the future of personal fitness is headed. And that's obviously influenced by the fact that we're now about a month into stay-at-home orders and COVID-19 and everything that comes with that and I've been thinking a lot about the future and you know where things may be headed or how long it may take us to get back to normalcy and what that means for my fitness for your fitness for my clients what they're planning on doing or trying to achieve and how we're going to get there Um, and so I want to dive into quite a bit of that just what I've been thinking uh, over the last week or so, and then also talk about, you know, from there, okay, where to, where should we go and, and what should we plan for and, and how can we figure out how to make the best of this situation since it maybe looks like it's something that's going to be a little bit longer term uh, than maybe we expected uh, initially. So that's the topic of today, uh, the future of personal fitness as far as I see it here recording this podcast episode on April 19th. Um, So we'll dive into that soon. Before we do, I just want to remind you that I'm on basically every social media platform there is. So I would encourage you to look me up and give me a follow if you can. Uh, These episodes, I put full video of them up onto Facebook and on YouTube. So if you have accounts there, please look me up and subscribe. Um, I also am on Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, you know, basically anywhere this episode and all the other episodes that I do are also recorded as podcasts, which you can uh, subscribe to my podcast channel. I'm on Apple Podcasts for the Apple users and Spotify, which is, you know, pretty much anybody can subscribe on Spotify. So um, that's where I am. Uh, Like I said, if you get a chance and you can look me up and, and hit subscribe or hit follow, I'd really appreciate it putting out content every week to try and help you reach your health and fitness goals. So that's the goal here. Um, And also I'm a coach and part of today's episode is going to focus on coaching. And I would just encourage you to, you know, think about what you're doing personally. And if you see that potentially there may be a need for a coach, somebody to help provide you with guidance, programming, work you towards your goals or make the best of this current situation. uh, That's what I'm here for. I'm an online coach. And the beauty of that is I can work with anybody, anywhere, any day, any time of day, you can train whenever you want to. We collaborate on putting a program together for you and make it work. So that's everything about me and my business. And uh, with that, let's dive into the topic of the day. So like I said, we're going to talk about the future of personal fitness here. And, you know, I kind of want to just start with mindset uh, before we dive deeply into where I see things going and what I think you should do. Because I know for myself, and I feel like I've witnessed a lot of other people recently uh, struggling with just having a positive mindset and looking at things the right way or in a way that is productive uh, or helpful. Um there's, as time has gone on with COVID-19 and the coronavirus, there's obviously been a lot of different models out there that tell you the virus is going to peak at a certain time, um, or we're expecting, you know, 
cases to spike here, the amount of deaths to spike here. There's all this stuff about hospital beds and 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 ventilators, all, all that type of stuff. And you know, with those models come a lot of predictions from basically everybody. Everybody has an opinion uh, or a prediction on how long this is going to last on how much it's gonna impact you, how much it's gonna impact the things that you love. Um, and that really, you know, for every time you log on social media and you see something like that coming from somebody, um, I know for me that can get tiresome. Um, that can wear on, on your mind and, and maybe wear on your ability to have a, a positive or a productive mindset. And what has really helped me has been to one limit the amount of time that I spend on social media, and I think that's good regardless of the 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 pandemic or, or not, whatever's going on. Um, but really, more so than any other time, I've found that that's been productive for me. It does. I do like to go on social media still. I do like to check things out, but I've noticed that. The less time I spend on there, the better I find my mental frame to be. And I've found by doing that, that really whatever the predictions are that people have or whatever the breaking news is that you're seeing, um, it, it really... <laughs> it really doesn't matter all that much. Like it's not going to impact your day to day what somebody else thinks about this thing that may impact you. And I'll give you my personal example because I'm a huge sports fan and I know a lot of the people that follow me are huge sports fans. I, I'm anxious to see sports come back. And, and personally, I'm really anxious and worried about if there's going to be a football season this coming year. And I can go online and find any number of opinions or predictions that will say it's definitely going to happen on time to it's not going to happen at all and everything in between. And I've just realized that, you know, nobody really knows. And this stuff is evolving daily and uh, it, there's no way for any one person to truly be able to predict or tell you what's going to happen. So to subject yourself to all that stuff over and over and over again is just not productive. And I really believe in optimism, positivity, having a mindset that is productive, that works you towards the things that you want to accomplish. And I, I found for myself personally that focusing on all of that just jibber jabber that's happening on social media is not really productive for me. Um, so in, in terms of improving mindset and just helping to get through what's going on, I thought I'd share that because I found that to really be helpful for me. Like I said, the less I'm on social media, the less I'm seeing those types of things. And uh, therefore, the better I'm feeling overall. And uh, I've also found that as this has been going on and on and on, I mean, I've, I'm now going on about a month straight working from home the news really hasn't changed all that much. So I've found that watching the news less frequently has helped too, uh, because what we know now, um, it's, it's very unlikely that something's going to come out tomorrow that it, it totally changes what we already know that we're supposed to be doing, right? We're supposed to be staying home, social distancing, washing our ha hands, uh, wearing a mask when we go out into public, these basic things that we all know um, that's just life right now. And so we know that let's try to make the best of it and move forward. 
Um, so moving forward, the, per, the the future of personal fitness is something that's been in my brain um, in terms of moving forward because when this all started happening, my first instinct and a lot of other people's first instinct was, okay, we're going to be at home for a couple months. How do we make the best of this? How do we get in quality workouts from home so that we can stay active until we're able to get back into the gym again? Well, as the seriousness of all this has unfolded, it's become more and more clear that this isn't just a stopgap for fitness and physical activity and healthy lifestyle habits. Uh, we're going to be working at this for a long time, I think. Um, and I know, you know, I'm about to dive into an opinion piece after saying that other people's opinions really don't matter. But the, the point of this is all going to be to talk about how we can set our mindset in the right way and just productively work ourselves forward. Um, so yeah, like I said, I was I was very much focused on the short term. And over the last week or so, I've been thinking more about the long term. And part of what shifted my focus for this was just I was thinking about when society starts to be reopened and things like the gym start to open again, uh, whenever that may be, uh, we're all going to have to kind of have a little bit of an inner battle with ourselves to figure out when is the right time for me to go back to the gym? When am I going to feel comfortable going back into the gym? Um, And I put a poll out on Twitter asking the question, I said, you know, the gym is obviously a place where germs can spread easily. We've always known that. How likely are you to return to the gym as restrictions are lifted and things open back up? And I put that out there, not really having an expectation of getting any one specific answer. The options were, you're definitely going to go back. You're probably going to go back. It's not likely that you'll go back or you never will go back to the gym. And yeah, like I said, I, I didn't really know or have an expectation for what the answer would be. And it turned out that uh, I got almost 200 votes on the poll and the leading choice was people were not likely to go back to the gym after all this is over. And, um, you know, I, I, I understand that. Uh, and, and I, I think that kind of supports what I've been feeling lately in that I, I think when gyms open back up, to when that starts to happen, I still think a lot of people aren't necessarily going to feel comfortable going back into the gym. Um, I think it's going to take time. I think it's going to take better treatment for for people with this virus. I think a vaccine is going to help a lot with people and having confidence to just go out and about and do the things that we used to do on a normal basis, like going to the gym. Um, but I think we all understand. We don't necessarily understand how long it's going to take for all of that to come together, but I think we understand that it's going to take a little bit of time. So, um, you know, I was thinking about that and thinking about uh, my attendance at the gym, and I'm lucky enough to have a pretty nice home gym set up here at my house. And I actually said to my wife, you know, I think when the gym opens up, I'll still probably just choose to work out from home for a while um, so that I can know that I'm exercising in an environment that's safe. I know that I can do it from home and work towards the goals that I have. And it's just a safer, more comfortable environment for me to be in. And I, you know, I, I I alluded to the fact that I'll eventually go back, but 
I'll probably continue to do that and see what happens when people do start going back to the gym and if there is any type of um, you know, resurgence of the virus or, or whatever uh, would happen. So for me, admitting that to myself, it made me think that, okay, you know, I'm probably one of the 10 or 15% of society that is just obsessed with working out. That 60 to 90 minutes of being in the gym every day is, is the best part of my day is what I think about every day. Um, there's a there's a small segment of the population that's very motivated to do that, and I I'm part of that. So if I'm part of that population and I'm still worried about just jumping right back into the gym, I'm sure many 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 people are worried about that too. And I think when gyms do open back up, you know, there's so many reasons we go there, right? We go there to lift, we go there to do cardio. A lot of people go there to do the group fitness classes that are offered. There are a lot of studios that are specifically designed for group fitness classes. Um, you know, there's yoga studios, there's, there's, there's so many different types of fitness businesses that we frequent that I think are going to even look different once they start to open up. Um, my wife and I have been getting takeout from a few local restaurants, uh, over the last couple of weeks to try and support the local businesses that are around us. And, you know, we're, we're seeing how different things are now just to wait in line to, to get food. You have to, you know, restaurants have tape on the floor so that you have to stand a certain distance apart from all the other people waiting in line. I mean, it's very bizarre. And, and, and that has made me think, you know, when you go back to restaurants, when those are able to open, are they going to have fewer tables that can seat people so that you and whoever you go with, you're at your table, you're in your your group that you're comfortable with, but you'll also probably need to be removed from the other groups that are in the restaurant. And I think about that with the gym too. I wonder if there will be uh, occupancy level um, restrictions that are allowing fewer people in the gym at one point than we've or at one time than we've been used to in the past. And in those group fitness classes, you know, are, are the the amount of people that are able to attend a group fitness class, is that going to be fewer than it normally is? I think some of these things are, the answers are yes. And I, and I think things are going to look different initially. I, I think we're going to eventually get back to normal and we're going to see that, you know, we're all back in the gym a couple years from now, whenever it happens and, and nobody's worried and everybody's working out and it's just the, the same old gym environment that we are used to, but I think it's going to take a while to get there. So, you know, I'm, I'm telling you all of this because I've been thinking about it myself and I, I want to help you plan for that potentially being the case. And, and I think right now is not, not only is it the time to think about what home workouts can I do? What can I do to stay active, but also think about, okay, I need to find something that works for me right now, which could be those home workouts, but I also need to find something that works for me in a somewhat extended period of time and a somewhat long-term view. I think for any of us, if we have a goal, like say we want to run a race, uh, say you want to build muscle or, or maybe you want to lose weight by a certain date, like we have that timeline in our head. The race is on this date or, um, you know, I have a vacation in July. And I, I, from now until July, I have to lose this amount of weight that I want to lose. We normally have those kind of extended viewpoints on the goals that we have. And, and I think right now is a time to set that same type of, or take that timeline approach 
to your personal fitness and understand, okay, well, for this extended period of time, I'm going to have to get creative and I'm going to have to do things on my own. What resources are at my disposal uh, and, and, and what can I do or invest in to be able to not only stay active now, but actually progress? Because I think the whole point of setting health and fitness and nutrition goals are to improve health over time, right? I mean, that's at the core uh, of all of this is to stay healthy and active, be happy, healthy, and strong over time. Um, and, you know, it it's not just, it's clearly not just a stopgap here. We need to have a little bit of a longer term focus. So I have a few suggestions for uh, all of you, three specific suggestions that I think can help. And, and these are these are all suggestions that I'm taking myself as well right now to make sure I'm putting in the best plan possible. Okay, so my first suggestion is to find quality sources of information. And that is because so much of the, the training advice or the nutrition advice that we get in terms of how it applies to the goals that we have they often come straight from the source. They come from the gym. Uh, you may have a coach at the gym or a personal trainer that provides you with guidance. You may go to the gym with a friend or a group of friends. You may have some lifting buddies there. Um, whatever the case may be, we get a lot of our information just from going to the gym, doing the workouts, interacting with the people that are there, and kind of developing a community and a support system. That doesn't exist for most of us right now. I, I commend a lot of gyms for being creative and um, offering things on Zoom or on YouTube Live or via their social media platforms uh, that can still provide some of this. And if your gym has that, I, I can't recommend enough that you take advantage of it. Um, and if you don't have that and you don't know where, where to look, you just got to kind of start looking around and, and trying to find information that resonates with what type, what style of training that you do, uh, what type of goal that you have or goals that you have. Um, and you know, I would love to be one of those sources for you. I, I have hundreds of articles on my site, uh, that are about training, nutrition, mindset, uh, basically anything that can kind of help jumpstart you and get you working in the right direction. So please take advantage of that as well. Um, I have articles going back years now uh, that, that can help you. So please, you know, browse through my site, see what I have, browse through whatever your gym or any of the other people that you follow on social media. Use these things as uh, resources to help you build a plan for yourself. Um, other resources that that I personally use for myself and for my clients are the Mass Research Review. Um, and also Jeff Nippard is a very, very good uh, evidence-based resource that you can look up. He does a lot of videos on YouTube that are quick, easy to understand. They're all rooted in uh, sports science and research that can really point you in the right direction in terms of the goals that you're trying to achieve. Invest this time in trying to learn more about how to accomplish the goal that you have. Now, my second suggestion is to probably think about investing in some equipment for your home. This doesn't mean that you need to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on home gym equipment. That's not reasonable for most people. Uh, but a little can go a long way. So maybe think about getting a set of dumbbells or a set of adjustable dumbbells or uh, a set of resistance bands. Think about something that you don't have that is easy to acquire and 
how you can loop that into what you're doing with your fitness routine. Um, I won't deny that you can do a ton at home just with your regular household items and your body weight. There is a ton that you can do. And I've outlined an entire, I have an entire section on my website now of just at-home workouts, and they all involve very minimal or no equipment at all. Check those out. Those can be a big help to you. But I can't deny the fact that at some point, you're probably going to plateau with that stuff. And now that we're talking about kind of a longer term view on where this is all heading and how we may be at home doing this on our own for longer than we thought it's probably worthwhile to check out what other options might be out there. Um, I'm setting up a Amazon page as well that has basically all of the equipment that I have in my home gym. And, and it kind of gives you a good look at how you can build your home gym from having you know, just the, the, the low budget equipment that is easy to get, cheap, and you can use it instantly to, you know, actually building your own home gym. Um, so that's out there for you as well that you could check out. But think about investing in that for yourself because it's it's most likely going to be necessary for you at some point uh, to, like I said, not only stay active but progress over time. And my third and final recommendation is to think about hiring a coach. Um, we touched on this a little bit earlier on that gyms are going to look different. Well, personal training is going to look different probably in the future as well. But right now, personal training really barely exists. There are some personal trainers that are just doing awesome stuff right now on the internet to connect with clients. But for the most part, in personal, in person, personal training has disappeared. And if that's going to be that way for a while, and if that's something that you've relied on in the past, there are actually a lot of options out there for online personal training and online fitness coaching that you can take advantage of. And I want to be clear, I tried to not be overly salesy in the stuff that I put out uh, in my articles, on social media. I really just try and communicate with people quality information. I hope it helps you. If you want to learn more and work together, you always have that option. I say that in every podcast, and then we normally don't talk about it again uh, until the end of the podcast. Um, but I, I'm going to put that in here in a little more detail today because I am an online coach. And the beauty of what I do and, and the people that I work with is that um, we can train from any situation. We can train with any access to equipment from nothing to a you know, totally stocked home gym. Uh, you can train whenever you want when we work together. We put together a program that is directly tailored to what you're looking to do and achieve. And you get really daily support, whereas in, with in-person personal training, you get access to your trainer for that 30 minutes or that hour, and that's it. Um, there's so much support built into the online coaching that I provide that this really might be a good time to, to think about that if you're struggling with your fitness. Um, one thing that I offer is a service called monthly coaching, which is, it's only $50 a month and that's actually the average cost of one, one hour session with a personal trainer in a gym. But this is 50 bucks for an entire month. What we do is we put together a comprehensive plan where you and I collaborate on it. We put together something that's gonna work you towards what you're trying to do. And 
Um, you from there get daily support where we can email back and forth, talk about what questions you have, what type of guidance uh, or assistance that you need. It's really, really comprehensive. It's designed to get you moving in the right direction and give you as much support as possible um, for that 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 cost. And, and there are also coaching options that I provide that are even more comprehensive than that. And you can find those on my website. I don't want to go on and on and on too much about the coaching that I offer, but I just want to say that I'm here for you. If you need a coach, if you need guidance, this might be a good time for you to think about investing in some type of uh, coaching or personal training online, like I just like I just uh, described. So um, something to think about. But those are my three recommendations. Um, and you know, I just kind of want to go back to the mindset piece one more time before we before we wrap it up. This is a tough time, and um, we're all dealing with it the best that we can. Uh, and it's taken a while for me to kind of just get to the point where I accept that this is going to probably going to go on longer than I wanted, uh, longer than any of us wanted. So do everything you can to adopt a mindset and an approach where you understand that we're not going to get back into the gym tomorrow, but we can still accomplish a lot and start to put pieces, start to put the steps together and the pieces in place so that you can work towards whatever goal you have. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, thanks again for listening or watching. Uh, like I said at the beginning, I uh, am on basically every social media platform. You can subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify <clears throat> and look me up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I'm everywhere. So uh, like I said, thanks for listening. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're staying safe and healthy and I will talk to you again soon. See ya.